Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew Jones. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. What a day. Tom Travojevic, another injury, out for four weeks. Whisperer, mate, this is catastrophic. Surprise, surprise, isn't it really? I think uh, if someone said to you at the start of the season, oh, Turbo's going to go down with an injury and you had to put your house on which one it would be, uh, no prizes for guessing hamstring, is it? Oh, mate, I just... Uh, and now with this video that um that, that's come out over the last 24 hours as well, I mean, I understand that you know, apparently the injury didn't happen in this race, but fuck, you're asking for trouble, aren't you? If the injury didn't happen there, he was obviously, uh, it's either happened between that race and now. So I, I don't buy the story. I think it's a bit of a cover up. Obviously the shower incident, I think it's even more funnier than, than the, the foot race. But yeah, look, I, I had a lot of empathy for Tommy Turbo over the last couple of years, obviously continual injuries on the field. But when you see a video like that, uh, from what we know, apparently it was raining. I guarantee you Tommy Turbo would have had a, a couple of lemonades deep as well and he wouldn't have been doing some stretches in the pub toilets so no empathy for the bloke at all I think he's shot himself in the foot and, and the club I, I would like to think there is more to it like the little the, the the tiny tiny little bit that I've spoken to Tom Travojevic he just seems like the most genuine nicest bloke but geez it's hard to argue when you see this injury you see you, you see how much a Tom Trojevich injury affects the Manly Seagulls as a club. And then to see that 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 video, it, it really is a stinger. And, mate, I obviously spoke about draft prospects, and this changes everything with Tom Trojevich. I, I thought Sean Johnson was going to be the most interesting guy where he got drafted. Now it's Tom Trojevich by a country mile. I mean, he could go absolutely anywhere. There could just be a stalemate in competitions not drafting him. Obviously, Supercoach Classic, a lot of people would have started with Turbo at a reduced price. We know what his ceiling is. I mean, there's a lot of team changes going on right now, isn't there? 35%, mate. 35% of uh, players own Tommy Turbo, and uh, we're all crying, I think, and I'm one of them, and you haven't made your side yet, but I'm pretty sure Turbo was going to be in your plans as well, wasn't he? Yeah, without a doubt. He would have been one of my first pick, to be honest with you. It opens up a lot of avenues now. It's 
the question is, do you run two gun fullbacks? Obviously, I was in the in the camp all preseason that you have to run two gun fullbacks, but obviously it opens up some possibilities now. You could slide Matt Moylan down. Uh, you could slide Charlie Staines down, for example, if you had him. I still think running two gun fullbacks is the option. Um, there's a couple of guys that we'll speak about shortly, but it's just very interesting in terms of strategy and team building as to what happens now. And I guess the question is, how long do you wait before you get Turbo back in after round four as well? Well, mate, that's the other thing. I mean, even if he, you know, if he comes out and scores two hundreds in the first two weeks, geez, you're still going to be nervous taking him week three, aren't you? Yeah, because that two hundreds can turn into a, a three minute stint at Brookvale after a hamstring, and he gets he gets you one point. So. And then all of a sudden, you know, if he misses the first four weeks, which, you know, knowing Manly, that could be six or seven weeks realistically, and knowing Tom, I mean, all of a sudden he comes back, Origin's just around the corner. Like, it's just it's just got trouble written all over it for me. I think if you're Manly, you just look at your run home and you, and you say, okay, if we're, if we're at round 11 and we have 16 points, how many points we need to make the eight, that's when Turbo comes back, so... It's almost like a, a sprinting horse, isn't it? You, you just hold them, hold them, hold them, and then let them go when you need them to. But it's uh, this is the problem with Manly and their contract saga. They have obviously have a lot of money invested into uh, Jake Travojevic, Tom Travojevic, and Daly Cherry Evans. And when one of those guys is down, uh, I titled the podcast today, The Biggest Liability in the NRL, and I thought I was going to get a lot of pushback on that. But it seems to be a, a really popular narrative that, that Tommy Turbo is just becoming too much of a, of a liability to have a, in your club at a, at a marquee price. Yeah, and I mean, oh, I mean, Tom Travojevic is so loved around rugby league because of the personality he is. I'm telling you, mate, if he had a bit more grub in him and he wasn't such a nice fella, he he could be, he could be the most hated bloke in Manly. Hundred percent, mate. And that's what I, I posted. So I was like, don't let the narrative around Tommy Turbo cloud the judgment. This is becoming ridiculous, and it's becoming uh, all too common. It's just, it hurts the club. It hurts him. It hurts juniors too as well because like they're going to get a little bit of game time and then have it stripped away because you can't just keep Tommy Turbo on the bench. So it's a big ripple effect. I think Manly Spine's in for a really tough year. Jake Javojevic, Kieran Foran, who's also injury prone. Daly Cherry Evans, we saw the amount of pressure that he was under last year trying to lead this team around. So it's not just uh, just not, not just a number one fullback jersey at Manly that's in trouble here, I think. And, mate, it is another thing with Turbo that I've spoken about a lot. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that James Tedesco was too injury-prone to build a team around. He has turned it around. But, geez, the, the injuries that Travojevic is getting with these constant hamstrings, I mean, that's that, that's probably never going to go away realistically. I think it's a big difference. If you're considered injury-prone but you, I don't know, pull a ligament in your wrist and then you, you pull one in your knee and then you, you do your shoulder, I think it's very different than continually doing the one muscle group over and over and over. And obviously we know uh, with prior examples, someone like Matt Moylan, who we've spoken about, that these hamstring issues, they seem to be a reoccurring thing. And uh, from everyone I've spoken to, it's a very difficult injury to overcome. And mate, I reckon also like there is, there's probably not a worse time in rugby league to have a chronic hamstring injury. I mean, the game is just so much quicker than ever. Tom Jarojevic, when he is on the field, he needs to be alive and pushing up on every single play it just spells trouble every which way i look at it the fullback position is probably the most demanding isn't it you yep. you're a third ball player you're a you're a try scorer you've got to be pushing through the middle you've got to be quick off the mark um it's you're taking out a big facet of that game and fortunately i think tommy turbo is just going to be going to become a center in three or four years time what do you what do you think mate he could be a center in three or four months realistically exactly 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a big punt. Look, obviously, Tom Trevojevic, he, he would have been in a, in a lot of Supercoach Classic sides. Let's look at some guys that you could potentially replace him with. Now, I'm assuming a lot of people, he has got a big price tag, but a lot of people will be running with James Tedesco. Who are some other guys that now they should be looking to? Spoken about Latrell Mitchell's praises all preseason. I think South are in for a big year, and, and Trell obviously loses the center wing status. Um, I'm not, not against running him as a pod. RTS as well, last season in the NRL, could really fire, and I hope for Warriors fans, he does. Uh, another one that I'm really keen on is AJ Brimson. Now, obviously coming back last year, had one poor game first round back, but after that, averaged over 80 for a, a seven-round period. Uh, Clint Gutherson, obviously, it's another one for, for super coaches who is focal in that Parramatta attack. Started to slow the first uh, two rounds last year, but after the restart, really cemented himself as a premier fullback. So, obviously, Kalen Ponger as well, but he'll be out for we don't know how long either. So the avenues open up much more. I think fullback becomes a lot more uh, open to discussion. Before, I think there was three options. There was Teddy, there was Turbo, and there was Pat. Uh, now it's the, the avenues are endless. Like I said, you could even slide down someone like a Charlie Staines or someone like a Tessie New or Jim Manisako, Matt Moylan, if you want to run the one gun and go uh, more expensive elsewhere. So look, I think for super coaches, yeah, it's a curse because we lose a genuine gun at 550K, but... You have so many more other options now, and I think this is going to separate teams a little bit more, and which is what we like to see. No one wants to see uh, the same two teams going up against each other. So my personal recommendation is I still think you run two gun half uh, five fullbacks, so the guys I mentioned. But if you want to slide down one of those cheapies and go someone like a Cody Walker and Cam Munster in the five-eighths, then perfectly fine as well. Mate, it's a big part of the reason why I'm a draft man over a classic team that you end up with the same sides going head-to-head. As you said, this really opens Pandora's box in the fullback spot, which was going to be, you know, it was going to be, as you describe it, a very cookie-cutter um, sort of position. I'm really excited. Who are the guys that you're thinking you're going to run at fullback? Right now, I've got AJ Brimson and Ryan Pappenhausen. Right, yeah. See, AJ Brimson was one when I saw this injury and I was thinking, he didn't even come to my mind. But as soon as you said it and I had a look at the stats, like, fuck, it is impressive, isn't it? Yeah, overpay for him slightly. Obviously, it's heavily inflated by his huge run home. You're paying 650000 which is more expensive than Pappenhausen. But just the Titans draw is just phenomenal. And all things go well. I don't think Brimson plays Origin. I don't think he has a spot in that 17. You still think it's KP's number one. So I don't see them running a 14 with Brimson there. So with, with the fantastic draw, I think the pan, I think the Titans play in the first five rounds one side that was in top eight last year and the rest of them are bottom, are bottom eight sides. I like Brimson. He's obviously a focal part of that attack. He is literally a third ball player and can definitely find the trial on himself. The only issue is obviously the injury concern as well, but you're going to have to take a risk somewhere. Mate, a guy that I've had a lot of messages about today, which I, I, I've been a little bit surprised with. For me, I don't think you're going to lose money on him, but I don't think you're going to gain any. He's, he's extremely consistent. Dylan Edwards, is he the a guy that you'll be looking at at all? Uh, look, Dylan Edwards had a phenomenal year last year, but that was you and I have the same opinion of, of, of uh, the Panthers' spine. I think they all played well above expectations, and I don't see that continuing. I think from memory, Dylan Edwards averaged about 72. I don't have the stats in front of me, but I could see that regressing down to 62 or 63, a 10-point swing, just because teams have had a lot more time to build on them. Dylan Edwards is very good under the high ball and does return the ball very well, but translating to Supercoach, I'm not too sure how it's it's going to go in, in a second, not second year, but building on a, on a career year last year. But look, he's a good pod. Another one that I've been getting messages about is Matt Dufty, which I don't see. 
I think the Pan- I think the Dragons are going to struggle heavily this year. And um, if you're going to be picking someone from that Dragon side to play fullback in your Supercoach side, I think it's Zach Lomax. Much more upside in him than someone like a Dufty, but I wouldn't be touching any of those guys. Like I said, Clint Gutherson, RTS, Latrell, AJ Brimson. I think they're the four front runners for that other position if you can't afford Teddy. Mate, two more guys I want to ask you about. Let's say we get to Teamless Tuesday round one. Scott Drinkwater's named it fullback. Does he come into calculations then? Yes. Uh, I've been very high on Drinkwater. So have you. Uh, so have the weekly rubdown boys. I think we're all very high on Brimson just from this phenomenal ceiling that he has. Went really under the radar last year and averaged 55. We saw what, um, like I said, we saw what Todd Payton did with a with a Warriors side last year. I could see that going up over 65 easily. If Val Holmes gets on the wing, then I think that frees up a lot of room for Drinkwater to be more creative off the back of someone like a Michael Morgan. Mate, I was just having a look at my Supercoach app. I was just going to put another hypothetical to you. It looks like Reese Walsh isn't in the system yet from the Brisbane Broncos. I reckon he's a really good chance to grab that fullback jersey for round one. Mate, if he's there, he's going to be a must-have, isn't he? Uh, the minute the full-time start ended that trial game, I tried to make some posts on him, but obviously not in the game and didn't want to be putting out content when guys aren't in the game. But Reese Walsh was fantastic. Um, definitely could see him getting a, getting a, a gig as well. So good, good things. And this is the, the beauty of these trials. You can see the phenomenal talent coming through, but I still think it's probably a touch risky to run a cheapie at fullback personally. But if Reese Waltz does manage to get center wing um, dual position, then he's obviously one to pick up too. But like I said, I'm, I'm high on AJ Brimson, but you can make pros and cons against all four names I've mentioned today. Mate, uh, thanks for joining us again. You're going to be with us over the next few days. What are we going to be touching on? Uh, A bit of a depth chart, a bit of positional scouting, and just where I see uh, the depth of each position lying. I've given them a sort of a grade, and we can chat about more of that in detail, where to sort of spend some money, where we can save some money as well. So I think that's going to be a really good podcast. Mate, thoroughly looking forward to it. It's going to be a cracker. Thanks for joining us once again. We'll talk to you over the next few days. Thanks, Guru. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.